Solisense Media activated. Now entering Dad Mode, a podcast with a dad's eye view. And we are your hosts, the friendly neighborhood, amazing Papa Rich. And I am the daddy of steel, Edge James. Sir, what's going on? Sir, sir, sir. How you doing? Good, doing good. It's it's in the, it still hasn't snowed up here yet, so that's good. <laughs> that's a oh, it's a blessing. I'll take that. I like it. I like it. The heat wow. come down yet? No snow. Yeah, for real, for real. Yeah, it's uh, it, it hasn't been here yet, so I'm I'm really thankful for that. I wish it can go for however long. If I if it can go for another six months. I'm good. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, ain't happening. <laughs> now that you've said that, six minutes from now. Well, batting down the hatches, everyone. <laughs> then I got to have like a bunch of people outside my door. You jinxed us. You, we didn't want... Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Got the pickets outside ready to slay me. Like, oh, man. <laughs> I can't believe that mother... Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right when I go take the trash out. So, if this is your first time listening... Well, first of all, thank you. Uh, Mr. Rich is in Anchorage, Alaska. So to not have snow this time of year, November. Yeah. That's incredible. Because usually it's like late September, right? From what I you remember, know, it's, I lived there six years. It depends. It's uh, I think we may have been global warming, maybe. I don't know. Even though we didn't get any kind of warming in the summertime. But... Yeah, it's usually climate change is a hoax. <laughs> and so hopefully, <laughs> not hopefully, but it, it's usually around the end of October, in the middle of October. And if you oh, do okay. get those snows and so we it did so I will say this, it did snow, I wanna say two weeks ago, and it came and gone. You know, so it's kinda like oh it, it okay. snowed, but we didn't get that snow to where it's sticking. So that's what we don't want. This at this, this at least at this time, you know, if it, it's going to come, it's not a matter of when it's, you know, it's not a matter of if it's when it's at this point. So you haven't been like snow free. It's just at the current moment, there's no it, snow. There's no snow on the ground. No on the ground. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. That's to the weatherman, whatever says it's going to be. And they're pretty gotcha. point on. But yeah. How you doing? Man, I've got championship. Hangover, not literally a hangover, but uh, so we're on camera, obviously, but you can't see us. I've got my black Texas Rangers hat with the white T on it. Uh, he's wearing his Seattle Mariners hat, but this is our first championship. I say our as if I played the game, right? Um, first championship just happened. They beat the Arizona Diamondbacks. They won four games to one. The the last the game five was as glorious. Um I sent you the video, which was like Blair Witch Project, shaky camera, hype. allergies, no voice, screaming, sounded like, ah! yeah, <sighs> screaming, 
My son gave me a big hug. He didn't know why I was happy. He was just happy that I was happy. He ran up, gave me a hug. That's probably one of the biggest hugs I've given that young that young fella. So excited because, you know, back in 2010 and 2011, well, 2011, uh, that just was so disappointing, yeah. dude. So disappointing to get so close. And, you know, not to bring race into it, but, you know, I wanted to see the brother man get one, Ron Washington. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I want to see him get... I want to see him get the chip, man. He was a good coach. You Darvish, Beltran, Elvis Andrus, Jerix and Pro Bar, like Cruz. all those guys, yeah, they were good. Was, yeah, Nelson Cruz. That was a good squad, man. They didn't get it done, but these young fellas were probably like little kids or 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 uh, elementary or junior high when they lost the championship to St. Louis. You know, all those years ago. So it it was just great to yeah, see. I'm man. glad. I'm, I'm glad that you're happy. Yeah, and the whole Texas fan base. You Thank know, you, man. You guys deserved it. Oh. Y'all had a little struggle there for a little bit, and on the you know when it comes to the bullpen issues, yeah, man. But y'all, uh, you know, you guys got through it, which is good. That's what you needed to have. And I'm still waiting on my team to get there if they're ever going to get there in my lifetime. But if not, it is what it is. So we'll see. Well, shout out to uh, shout out to Corey Seager, man, the MVP. Yeah. That dude. MVP of two different teams, Dodgers and now the Rangers. We'll yeah. take it. We'll take it any way we we can, Serving. man. So um, we're going to talk about today helping and not doing, guiding but not controlling your child. Yeah. Okay. So the official episode title is Help, Don't Do, Guide, Don't Control. What that entails is basically – Allowing your kids to be independent, knowing when to step step in and offer the assistance that they need. And uh, yeah, try not to be a helicopter parent, which we can kind of touch on a little mm-hmm. bit as we go. But this was, Rich, this was inspired by the book that you and I are both reading, yeah. which is The Daily Dad by Ryan Holiday, specifically um, the dates for those of you who do have it or in, uh, curious as to what we're referring to, um, October 12th and October 17th. So a month ago, we'll get to those. I'll read those excerpts uh, here momentarily. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. So, you know, we were we were looking at different ways to kind of try to inject some, some well-researched, well-read topics into the show. That one came up. And then that just kind of led both of us down a rabbit hole. So it, it, it was pretty cool. Today we'll also talk about, as an example of what not to be, Internet's favorite, most hated dad or temporarily hated dad, the bean dad. And we'll give the background on that <laughs> as well. Yeah. But uh, before we get rolling, man, do you have any, like, any gratitude, shout outs you want to give to anybody? Yeah, I mean, for me, yeah, of course, Gotta always get gratitude to the wife and just where she's able to let me be able to do this so and yeah, she's taking care of the kids right now as far as keeping them quiet and at least they're not here right now. So I can do it be able to do this freely without any obstructions or any interaction with the kids. But uh yeah, you know, also just to always giving gratitude to the people who are listening because they're, yes. They are the ones that we're doing this for so that they can understand what, you know, what we're talking about and to where they can understand what they're, what we're 
doing. And it's it's always just a good thing just to just to talk about just topics of our nature, what we're doing and for our dad, you know, all the dads out there to where they they want to talk about you know, talk about these type of t- topics. And this is a good one. I mean, I, you know, of course when we did the show prep, this is this is something that's happening right now when it comes to all of us, you know, <laughs> and just yeah, you know, we got dude. younger kids and you know, mine are a little older and you know, you got there and you got older kids that are still needing help or being guided, you know, they want guidance and all that and all that jazz. So, yeah. But other than that, that's what I got my gratitude on. So, yeah. What about you? Who are you going to? I'm going to kind of piggyback off of what you say, man. I'm going to shout out my wife, my kids, my sister-in-law and her boyfriend. We went on a hike. So that's what I was saying earlier. We'll get oh, into yeah, that. Yeah. We went on our hike earlier today. Um, I'm also going to shout out my my salsa plug, this lady, Jackie. Here in San Antonio. If you want to know more about it, let me know. Yeah. I could put a link to her IG page in the show notes. If you know, if, if, actually, no, I would just will do that. I'll put a link to her, her IG page. Her salsa, she's a lady from El Paso. She's here in San Antonio. She has the right blend of heat and flavor. It's incredible. Okay. Is but it yeah, chunky or so is it just kind of back like, to my, uh, my, to my, is it chunky salsa? Is it chunky again? salsa or is it? No, no, no. It's, it's more liquidy. Oh, okay. All right. Um, there's a little bit of chunk, little bit, but it, it's a green salsa. Okay. It's so yeah. good. It's so right. good. I mean, man, I, I was telling her that I've become a salsa snob. I get salsa from other other restaurants. I'm like, I don't need your free samples. I have I have some. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's it's homemade, man. It's it's great. But uh, yeah, back to my wife and and kids and just the family in general, man. It was nice. We went to Friedrich, 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 Friedrich. I don't know. We went to this park here in the SA, man. Um, it's right up I-10, kind of near the Dominion-ish, the rim. Not the rim, not the Dominion. Right across from the rim. For for those of you who are unfamiliar, if you take I-10 heading west, um, you have the, you have six flags. So like for you, Rich, six flags would be kind of like right before it, and the rim would be. Oh, okay. And you guys can't you guys can't see my hand, but basically I'm making like a timeout symbol mm-hmm. to show how they intersect with each other. So yeah, it was cool. We went we went up to the highest point, I believe, or pretty close to it. We went way down and all around, and it's just beautiful. It's beautiful, yeah. man. There's a there's a lot of um there's a lot of loose rocks there, so you got to be careful. But there were runners getting. Oh, there you go. <laughs> they were getting it. Yeah, man, getters of it. Oh, attempts down yet? The temps are just down to like. Um, yeah, well, they're up. They're up now. So this past week, we've been in the 40s to 50s with some 60s peaking in. And as of today, it's in the 70s. I think we're at a high of 77 today. We're going to get up into the 80s next week, like low 80s for a couple of days. And then it's going to go back down into like the 60s and the 50s. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Don't want to hike yeah. in the heat. Yeah. So that should be cool. But uh, yeah. yeah. So. Let's get into it, man. I, we we we've talked y'all. Oh, shout out to the Spurs real quick. I just want to say that. Oh, plug in. Victor Wimbenyama's a beast. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The yeah. Wimbenyams. Yeah. Everyone's been down. Everyone's been talking mess about him. They've been talking mess, man. Like him and Chet. They've been saying like, oh, Chet's better. Wimby's better. 
and then they make fun of them both for being skinny. Those two are the future, man. They're yeah. setting the archetype of the future. Mm-hmm. So shout out to both those young men. Yeah. Uh, the 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 OKC Thunder put up a heck of a fight last night. Yeah, I didn't against get, Golden State. Yeah, I thought they were going to without win that. Shy Gillis and uh, is Shea or Shy SGA. They Gillis didn't have Alexander. Him. I thought they did. No, they, nah. they didn't have him. That's a that's yeah, so one point. I think they lost by one. 141 points. points to 139. That's and that's Thank without you. SGA. Yeah, that tells you something. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Imagine if they had that cat. Yeah. He's, he's an MVP caliber player. Dude. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. let's get into it, man. Yeah. Daily Dad. So let me, uh, I don't know if, if I'm going to read this entire section. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the parts that I highlighted that really stuck out with, to me. Okay. So yeah. the title of this segment is Teach Them That They Decide the End of Every Story. The part I've highlighted here is teach them that. Teach them to see hardship as fuel. Teach them to set an opportunity where others see an obstacle. Teach them that despite everything outside their control, they retain an incredible power. The power to choose what they do with what happens to them. They get to decide what role an event will play in their life. They have the power to write the end of their own story. Deep. Yeah, yeah, they're very true. And every pause there. Any any other thoughts on that yeah. before I read the other one? Yeah, I mean, so a lot of kids and a lot of people in general, they like to give mm-hmm. up on their lives, and this, you know, this is something that where people don't fuel themselves. You know, when it comes to negativity or when it comes to hardships, people don't use that as fuel. They just as, you know, just evaporate and then it just goes away. <laughs> and it's like, well, hold well, on. That's that. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> give up. That's like, wait, hold on. And so now you have, you know, we're fathers and, you know, you know, and the thing is, is kids, they give up on, you know, some kids may give up a lot and they, they don't, they're they not getting taught that. And so what we're trying to do with my kids is just make it to where, hey, don't give up. You know, when it, when, when it comes to negativity, you know, say for instance, I just had, you know, we talked about this off can off a uh, show a few days ago when my son didn't get to play in the game of basketball mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it may have, you know, I, of course I don't know where his mind is at that moment, but as a dad, you know, this is just a fueling for me to teach him more to, to get him to do, you know, to fight and Hey, you'll be able to play in that game or be able to play in that situation. And so don't give up, just keep going. You know, if there's anything that happens to you, just keep fighting. So, I mean, that's what I took from it. And I thought that exactly. was, you know, that's what I really liked about that passage. But man, man. Absolutely, man. Yeah. That one. So I'll read the other one and then I'll, I'll bring the two together and how they've kind of helped me when talking with my kids in a minute. Mm-hmm. So October 17th is help, but don't make them helpless. And to be completely fair and on it, well, not really fair, but to, Basically, that is what inspired this entire episode for us. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm going to read. I'll read the, like the first paragraph and then I'll go to the part that I, I really liked. <clears throat> Excuse me. So there is so much to do. Your kids have to get dressed. They have to eat. You have to go to school. 
They had to do well in school. They'll need jobs. They'll need to figure out how to find a home, find a spouse, navigate the difficulties of the modern world. You know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to read this whole thing. Yeah, just read it. Because the other one's a bit longer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there is so much to do, and they they are so bad at all of it. So how does a parent get involved without crossing the line? How do we know where to help, what to handle for them, what to tell them, uh, <clears throat> what to tell them they don't have to worry about? Of course, there are no rules. No one can give you a perfect list. Pay for their college, but not their car. Cook them food, but don't do their homework for them. Hang on to that one. Yeah. Clean the kitchen, but not their room. So maybe instead we should look for a good principle to follow instead. Perhaps we can adapt Plutarch's line about leadership. This is the line that I highlighted. A parent should do anything, but not everything. Preach. Yo, that one, as DJ Khaled would say, that's a major key. Yeah. Yeah, that's (laughs) very major. Right. And then I'll finish this off. So a great leader is never above rolling up their sleeves. Like a great parent, they'll do anything. And this is italicized anything for their family or their organization. But they also know they can't do italicized everything. It's not good for them or for anyone else. Yeah. So, so I'll give you my examples and then I'll let you take us home on that, on that one. You know, what, whatever, if it, if it resonated with you and as an, an example for your life, but for me, my daughter, you've heard about, you've heard me talk about her playing basketball, uh, on this show and on my other show. If you're a listener of both wave of the few shore, AKA WFS. If you haven't heard that show, if you would be so kind, check it out. We've been running for well over a year now. Episode 26 just dropped. So that one is called uh, 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 The Saga Continues. <laughs> we couldn't come up with a better title. Yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> my daughter plays basketball. She now plays for two teams. A team that the coach is an AAU coach. He started over. The kids aren't at AAU level. He's building up. And then she's also playing for her junior high. Two Excellent coaches with two similar but different philosophies. Similar in some ways, mostly different in the way they handle stuff, but she's getting good exposure. So, where are you going with this, Edge? Um, She had tryouts. She did horribly. Stamina, garbage. And I've been telling her, hey, you need to really work on your stamina. You're getting burnt out, right? Stamina, not very, uh, she doesn't have asthma. She took in the inhaler. The inhaler helped her. She was able to finish. But the coach even said, I don't know what's up with her, but she was getting gassed. I need them to be in shape. My daughter is a point guard. She is a great distributor. She's an average to slightly above average defender. I would like that to be better. That's not me being harsh. That's the objective criticism. She's an average to above average defender. She's getting better. But like the stamina has always been kind of a concern for me, right? Yeah, they practiced outside. That's the caveat. They practiced outside. It was still, and I'm not making excuses for my kid. It was still when it was kind of hot, Mm -hmm. right? So in my opinion, I think that's kind of why she got impacted because you're running full speed. It's outdoors. That court, that this little pavilion they were playing at, slippery. Again, I know it sounds like I'm making excuses, but these are the facts. 
Um, she really was, she knew she didn't perform well. I, again, I told you what the coach said. She was lucky by the grace of God and by, you know, the, well, the grace of God to put that on the coach's heart to say, to give them another chance. So they practiced another day the following week. She had the weekend. She was also tired. You know, they had practice the day before, whatever. I told her, don't beat yourself up, dude. You know you can play this game. You know you can play this game. You've been, everything you've been working for has been up to this moment. This moment. You've got to try out for teams. Yeah. From here on out, no one's just, most people aren't going to give you a spot. You have to try out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none's ever given. This is where I said, passage one, you get to decide the end of your story. I've worked with you in the gym. I've worked with you outside. I've given you guidance on how to play the game. I've thrown you the videos. This is where the other thing kind of ties in, help them, but don't make them helpless. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm I'm flipping back and forth between the two. Um, I said, but at the end of the day, you have to carry yourself across the finish line. You have to decide. I literally said this. You decide the end of your story. Rest up. Go into the next tryout. Give it your all. Do your best. If you don't make it, it wasn't meant to be. But I know you can do better than you did. And I ha- and, and in my opinion, I think you will make the team. But just because you make the team, that doesn't mean that you can coast. The story's not over. You got to put that work in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I said, when you go out there. So let's fast forward to the day of me dropping her off at trial. I told her. So there's another passage from the same guy, Ryan Holland, or Holiday, excuse me, in a book called The Daily Stoic. I believe that one was like the first one, the first series. It's called Revenge. And it's like a third, second or third time. I think I brought this up. We talked about it on WFS. I'm going to bring it over here. I think we talked about it twice on WFS, but uh, revenge is a dish best not best not served. I talked with her a little bit about that. I said, in this case, I want you to have revenge. Not revenge on your coach. Not revenge on yourself, but revenge on that situation. This is your revenge tour. You go in there and you say, nah, not on my watch. Mm-hmm. I'm better than that. I know I'm better than that. Take revenge on that situation, prove to yourself, not to me, not to your coach. I mean, he's the one you want to impress, obviously, but challenge yourself. Full circle. You decide the end of your story. Take revenge on the situation. Prove to yourself that you can do this. Yeah. And that, she made the team. Yeah, that's good. And, and yeah. this coach, this coach is awesome. She has two excellent, excellent coaches. I'm hard okay. Because I help coach her. I'm like an unofficial coach of her AAU team. I help run drills, give my advice, but I don't call myself coach. I help the other, I help the real coach, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about me. It's about helping them. So this coach that she's with, shout out to Coach Ross, has been doing such a good job that my daughter now does the training and the exercises to warm up with her, her AAU team that he's taught her. She's in practice, dude, just this past week. She missed the layup on a drill. She dropped down and did like five or 10 push-ups because that's what the other coach has them do. Mm -hmm. And I've been telling her, you are a leader. Lead by example. I'm hoping that the other girls see what she's doing and be like, yo, let's go. 
this is what we need to do to be soldiers out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know I've talked several minutes. I don't want to like cannibalize or monopolize. That is this time. Uh, what are your thoughts, man? And do you have anything that's kind of like in the same vein as the help, but don't make them helpless? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm in a similar situation as far as my son, he is trying out for certain leagues. And the thing is, is you, as a, as a, as a parent, you want to guide them and not control it. And when you're guiding them, you're wanting to help them out as far as doing the things that you, you, you have expectations, right? You have expectations of your children when it comes to, you know, what you've seen from them. And so what I've seen from my son and my daughter, you know, because he does sports too. You know, what I've seen is I've seen that I've seen the best of them. Now it's more of just showing it to the people that need to see it. So when it comes to, you know, we'll, we'll tap on this later when it comes to homework. I've seen you do really good at your homework. Don't go, you know, I don't, what, what am I supposed to, you know, what am I supposed to do? You know, you know, I'm, I'm helping you. I gave you what you need. I gave you. I'm not in that classroom with you. Yeah, you know, I'm not in that classroom. <laughs> I'm not grading your papers. So this is what you got to show them. So now that we, you know, now that I've given you the resources, you need to go out and perform. And you, you know, you, you're going to do your best. You're going to do what you can. You know, you're not all the way there yet when it comes to either scholastically or even at work. You know, I'm not the 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 best at my position, and, and so. We're we're all working towards the the and you know to the story like you mentioned the you know making it to where it's going to be the perfect ending, and or at least not the perfect ending but a good ending or the ending that you choose. And hopefully, when it comes to our children and ourselves, we choose the right path. And that's something that, and when it comes to that, when the, my situation with uh, my daughter, she asked me a lot about how to do certain things. Sure. I'll show you how to get it. Now I showed you now you can, yeah, hopefully what I showed you, you will understand from now on, this is how it's going to go. And the Indian, I, I expect you to understand this and I expect you to do the, you know, to, to, I expect you to do a hundred percent, of course, because that's what, what we want. But I also understand that, you're not going to be perfect. You're going to, there's no one, no one's ever perfect. You know, we all know that, but get, do we, do we preach it to where you're going to, you know, cause if you try to be perfect, that's what, if you are perfect, you are getting it. But if you aren't, then, Hey, you are going to get what you're going to get, what you earned. And you know, that's, right. you know, and if you are not doing whatever it takes to get, you know, to get that good grade or to get that, to get on the squad, then you you may not do it hard enough. You may not do it the way, you know, that, you know, your way is not doing it. So when it comes to, you know, and, and I'm not the controlling dad, I'm not going to control what, how, how, you know, how you effort you put in the amount of effort you put in, but. Well, you really can't. Yeah, you really can't. But say for instance, you know, when it show examples, you, you know, if I'm out there busting my butt, then you see how I'm doing it. So if you if you know if you see me out there doing my nine to five and taking care of my family, or if I'm out there working lifting weights, doing my three reps and, and doing it, you know, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna get strong. Then that's what 
<laughs> yeah, that's what you gotta do. This dude said three reps. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> three reps, man. Uh, you gotta do three reps of uh. You, One, you two, must be three. doing strength Ooh. training. Yeah, strength training. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do my- sorry. I'm sorry. You caught me off guard with no, that. Go ahead, man. Yeah, do my three reps. Like, <laughs> One, two, three. And then I was like, ah. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, so other than that, it, it's, uh, you know, when you come, when it comes to the the kids, though, they, you don't want to control them. You know, at least, at least in my family, I don't want to control my kids. I just want to guide them to where they can, like you mentioned, have their better outcome at the end. And hopefully they'll understand that. And then when they become parents, they'll take those views and those those sayings that we've put in here or that are out there and they'll be like that with their children and their offspring. So yeah, it's it's a it's a you know, that's what I love about this topic that we're talking about, because it's happening in our lives and it's how we take it. You know, what do we do with it? It's every day, isn't it? Yeah, it's every it's, day. It's seriously, it's it's every so like, okay. You have two children. I have three. Mm-hmm. Would would it be safe to say, well, assume that when it came to your first child, you were a bit more of a helicopter parent? Like, whoa, don't go over here. Don't touch that. Yeah. Don't do this. Don't do that. I think that's, yeah, I think that, I honestly think your, your first child, at least my opinion, you have to be a helicopter parent. And yeah. I only say that because you, this is your first time doing it and you're watching everything that they, you know, you're watching everything that they're doing with a fine tuned cone, you know, magnifying glass, making sure that they are brushing their teeth fully or when it comes to dotting their I's and crossing their T's and there, you have to be the helicopter parent, at least to, however, until you, if you get another one day, because because when you get the other one, then guess what? You may have to be a helicopter parent to that second child or third child or multiple child because they're 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 going to do something different. I so I don't even I wouldn't even say so much that you have to be. I think just naturally, most. I'm not going to say all because you know the moment I say. Everybody, you're gonna get that person that sends mm-hmm. us a message. Not me. Yeah. Not me. I'm gonna let them be a free spirit. I, I knew what to do because I'm an educator, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Good for you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hey, real quick, as an aside, Dad Mode is a parenting podcast from a dad's perspective. Mm-hmm. Moms are welcome. We named it Dad Mode because that's what Rich and I are. Yep. But this is not limited to fathers. Yeah. So please, grab your brother, grab your sister, grab a woman that you know. We want everybody to listen to the show. Yeah. All right. So now that I've said that, I had to get that out of the way. I meant to say it earlier. Squirrel. <laughs> um, <laughs> with my first child, I absolutely was. Oh, oh, oh hey, 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 hey. And, and, and hey, hey, oh, no, 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 hey, no. Uh, it's an instinct. Oh, no, 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 no. It's an instinct. Like you, you, yeah. you, it's it's an instinct because you don't want them to get hurt. You don't want them to fail at certain things. And when I say fail, mm-hmm. not fail like in a sense that a, a grade, right? But a failure, a failure could be something as simple as, and maybe this is the wrong word, but bumping your head, yeah, on hurting yourself. A, 
on a thing, hurting mm-hmm. yourself. Uh, a failure would be touching that hot stove. I didn't educate you that, hey, dude, that blue flame you see can melt your hand. And not their young, burn. too. You know, their, their brain right, isn't there Right, yet. right, right. So you try to put these guardrails up, and even verbally. So, like, I mentioned I went on a hike earlier. My son thinks he's Daredevil. I've seen this dude wipe out so many times. I swear the first year and a half of this dude's life, he had a bump or a scratch or something on his forehead. Man. Most of that year (laughs) and a half. Yeah. And you try to tell him, hey, man, don't do that. I still, hey, dude, stop running. These rocks are loose. Yeah. Stop running. To the point where I started taking my walking stick and I would, I would run up ahead and when mm-hmm. I see him coming, I fling it off to the side and I caught him in the gut one time uh. accidentally. I wasn't trying to hurt the guy, but I was trying to like, hey, watch out. Yeah. Because I he didn't see what I see. He's a kid. He's free. He's running. What he doesn't see is if he slips on these loose rocks, he's going face first a foot down, which, yeah, it's one foot, mm-hmm. but he's five. Yeah. A foot down for a five-year-old average height, that's your face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. So you're trying to you're trying to guide them, right? Um, that first year of my oldest was just a whole lot of actually first couple years. Hey, no, 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 I got that. No, 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 no. Second one comes around. Okay, <clears throat> you've lived around here long enough to know you shouldn't do that. You know the house. Yeah, I, I got to ease up a little bit because I got to get this one up to speed. Mm-hmm. And then when that one got older, third one came. Then it was like okay. You, you're the oldest. Check that one. You, check in with this one. Check yourselves. I got to get this guy up to speed now. Plus, he's a little bit different because it's it's a guy. Not that, you know, there's that drastic of a difference from curiosity from boys to girls, but they are a little bit different. And so getting used to having a boy versus girls and trying to get this dude all situated, it's starting that cycle over again. But I've learned over time to not hover. So this article that we read on educationbark.com talks about helping. It's actually entitled helping versus doing striking a balance and supporting your child with homework. Now this article focuses on the homework aspect, but I went straight to the striking a balance part and it says, allow them to make mistakes and learn from them. Viewing setbacks as learning opportunities rather than failures, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think us as parents, we need to, well, we need to do that, obviously, but I think we need to lay out what the consequence is, right? There's a consequence to it, every action, or or a reaction to every action, but lay out, hey, man, if you take X action, these are the scenarios or the things that could happen if they choose to make that mistake or make that do whatever it is because they're hard headed or whatever you want to call it. And it happens. Then you can say, look, dude, I tried to warn you. I've been living on this planet a lot and longer. See, than that's you. what I was going to say too, was <laughs> this, uh, I, I wonder if a lot of kids understand that to where we are teaching them a certain thing because we've experienced it. And, you know, and so for, you know, for all the kids that that are 
in the world, you know, they're thinking that, oh, my mom or dad or they're always on me. And I'm like, well, because we've been through it. We're X amount of years existent than you are. We've experienced this. We burned our hand on this. We've done this. Just to give you, you know, this is us guiding you to making it to where you are going to understand where we're coming from. So what are you going to do? Right. And so that's something that I, you know, like when you, oh man, like I've had that so many times in my life where where my daughter, she'll tell me, well, why? Where, why? And it's like, at first. Every kid, man. Why? Why, I'm like, well, you know what? As a, do I need to tell you why? Like, can't you just trust me? Can't you just understand where I'm coming? No. No. Okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I need to know why. Like I asked why I need to know why. And it's like, uh, okay. Right. And so then that we then at least for me, I tell them, okay, well, this is why. And then you get more wise and it's like, ah, dang, like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so it's something that when it comes to guiding them, you know, you got to give them everything that at least as much as you can and, and to where they can understand it in their terms. And I know I read in one of these in, in one of them where, you have to get to their level, get to their level Absolutely. and say, Hey, this is what we got. This is, re- this is the reason why. And, and of course, in, you know, growing up, there have been times where in this parenting life, I would tell my kids, I don't need to tell you why I'm just going to, you know, I'm sometimes I do that. I won't lie. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I don't need to tell you why, yeah. because I'm the parent. And now it's like, how are they going to learn from that? How are they? What they're going to learn from is, is they're going to learn that, oh, well, because I'm the parent, and so then now they're going to grow up and they're like, I'm going to be a parent so that I can do whatever, you know, you know, to where they can do that. Yeah, I, I have mixed feelings on that. Mm-hmm. The reason why I have mixed feelings on that, not because necessarily I think what you're saying is like wrong, because mm-hmm. I, for the most part, I actually do agree, but. The mixed part is I think there are situations where you can say, look, right now is not the time for me to explain the reason why I'm telling you to do a thing or not to do a thing. Mm -hmm. There are times where I just need you to listen and trust me because I'm your parent, you know? Yeah. And that is, that is one thing. Like I used to, cause I used to say that to my kids. I would say, look, (laughs) just do it because I said it. Yeah. And that could be our first because yeah. I'm the parent. Yeah, and that could right? yeah, it could be a lot of emotions behind that too. Yeah, and 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 and, and I'll be honest, I don't like to be questioned. Yeah, yeah. Who does? I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, I mean, not a lot of parents do. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, dude, I need you to clean up your room. Why? Are you? And y'all can't see me, but I like looked over to my right as if like, are you talking to me? I don't even think they need to see you. Tell you the truth, I think they all have the same motion that you just did this now. Like, right, right. It's like, look, dude, uh, look. The reason why I need you to clean up your room is a is because I don't want a mess to have to deal with later. Right? You could you could tell them that. And granted, most parents have probably told their children that I don't want a mess. I don't want a messy house. Yeah. Look. And Ryan Holiday, again, referencing this books, this book, he even says, hey, that's what kids do. They're there to make messes. Let them be creative. Let them do this, yep. this, and that. Totally get that. Mm-hmm. But when I want the mess, when, when, I, when I don't want there to be a mess, I expect you to clean up that mess. Sure. Expectations. Pull the toys out. Yeah. 
Exactly. Pull the toys out. Make chaos. Do the thing. The things. Mm -hmm. You know? Wreak havoc. But clean up the havoc. Especially because when you Because I don't want to step... Right. I'm not... You know, I, I say I, but we as parents, we're not saying that messes aren't okay and that to not be a child, but they should also understand, hey, take pride in organization. Learn how... Not even pride. Well, I guess pride, but... Learn how to also organize. Learn to clean up. Now, we as parents, helping versus doing. You and I could go and pick up the messes for our children. But what do we teach them? Yeah, We teach them that if I make the mess and it's too great, mommy and daddy will do it for us. Yep. Bet that. Yep. I'm going to go outside and play. Yep. No, 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 no. You did the, I don't want to call it a crime. You made the mess. Now you clean it up. Yeah. I'm okay with it. And I tell my kids this, especially my son, because this dude pulls everything out. You did it. Totally cool, bro. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to clean it up. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And and so a few bullet points in this article that I referenced, right? Helping your child with their homework, again, is the focus. But I like some of these other points. Help them establish a routine and manage their time effectively. Yeah. So doing homework, doing chores. My kids right now, as we speak, to distract them and let them have some fun, it's the weekend, they're playing video games with a buddy of theirs. Mm -hmm. But manage time effectively. All right, guys, you got an hour on a weekend, I might let them go a couple hours. Sometimes, usually it's no more than three hours mm -hmm. in a day. Let them be kids. I played video games. I turned out okay. Yeah. <laughs> But but saying, hey, there, everything within reason. Yeah. Everything within reason. Yep. Make sure they have access to the necessary resources and materials. Mm -hmm. Okay. That seems to be more homework based, but that could be our both of our kids play or all of our kids play sports, right? Make sure they have access to the necessary resources, a jersey, well, shoes, mm -hmm. the proper uniform first aid, whatever. Offer motivation and encouragement. I think that is a huge one. Yeah, that is. That is, yeah, because, you know, that's major. Ahead, no, no, I was going to say that is major, man. Like, that's something that, that, it, that, that hit me pretty good to where we need to start offering motivation to the kids so that they know what could come of if you do something good. And if you put effort towards something, you know, so... You know, if you have the motivation there, then you're going to, you know, you're going to understand why and, and encouragement. Just tell them, hey, you know, they, they, a lot of people, they like that. That's like a love language, you know, sign of a, a man, affection <laughs> uh, or uh, not affection. Man, I came out. Uh, I guess, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to get with the yeah. My wife would tell you, and she'll kill me on this one. But yeah, you know, so, you know, so, so you know, encouragement, you know, just so that you can feel good about yourself, so you can, you know, so you can feel so, so that they feel good about themselves, you know. So that's something that really hit hard when I read that. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah, and and it's something that it is going to take some time, take some work, and continue to keep going at it because you know we're you know just like you mentioned earlier we're, we're always going to you know dad dad mode never ends and it man dad mode never ends never ends we need to make that a t-shirt yeah exactly 
That's next Last year on merch. Help them understand the concepts and clarify unclear instructions. Review their work and provide feedback. Actually, I lied. I skipped the first one. I just realized that. This one is a lot more homework-centric, but I'll, I'll, I'll flip this. Create an appropriate environment for them to work on their assignments. Okay, again, that's homework, but create an appropriate environment for them to work. Yeah, to work. Or to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, hey, parents, if you're neat freaks and you don't like messes, I'm an organized person. I'm not a neat freak, but I do like my house clean. But, hey, it's like when you get a puppy. Don't get mad at a brand new puppy for peeing in your house. Mm-hmm. How dare you? I don't know where to pee. Mm-hmm. I'm new to the house. Yeah. My buddy, my buddy Skeksy told me this long time ago when I got mad at my dog, Nolly. He told me, no, don't get mad at her for peeing. Show her where to pee. Yeah. That simple sentence flipped something in my brain. Yeah, that's right. Show her where to pee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show your kids where to play. Yeah. Show your kids, you know, where to play their video games or how long. Tell them how long. That goes back to uh, uh, managing their time effectively, right? Mm -hmm. But show them. Yeah. Create the environment. Hey, man, this is where we do this. I'm not saying you can't paint, but I want you to paint out here in this specific room because this is tile floor. This is the garage. You get paint on my garage floor, I can pressure wash that. Mm -hmm. You get... You get paint on my carpet, no bueno. Yeah, or you know what I mean. Yeah. So I I think I think that article was was really good for taking those things and just like helping you uh, uh, apply that to helping them versus doing things for them. Yeah, and 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 when it comes to that first one you mentioned or the first uh, creating environment, it all depends on at least in my opinion what they're comfortable with too. Like say for instance, if you, you know, do they feel comfortable at a desk setting like they would be in school or if they feel comfortable with just being alone somewhere way around yonder in the house, you know, so that you also got to understand when it comes to your kids, where are they comfortable in, you know, you know, being away mm-hmm. from their sister, being away from their brother. Cause I know I have, you know, that's how it is with me. At least what I do is I have them. They, they would like to be in two separate areas. <laughs> when it comes to where they do their work at just so, just so that they won't get any distractions and right and so I, I wanted to ask you something real quick uh when it came yeah. to the topic of helping and doing you know do, 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 do your kids or at least your older kids do they set good examples for the younger kids um for the most part <laughs> yes yeah for the most part i mean th- don't get me wrong they have their bad habits as do I yeah as does my wife mm-hmm. right we're we are imperfect humans I tell my children and, and parents let's put a let's pause right there tell your children it is tell straight up tell them you are not perfect don't let them believe that you are perfect yeah because you're not I can guarantee you you're not I don't even know some of y'all probably most of y'all but I can guarantee that I know this about you. You're not perfect. Not perfect. I agree. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. If you're spiritual, there's somebody else who you believe is perfect. If you're not, well, you're not perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Enough said. And that's something that, Enough yeah, said. It, it, you know, 
we're never, we weren't made, you know, we, it's something. Yeah. And that's something that a lot of kids need to understand. And a lot of people need to understand, like you mentioned, is that we're never perfect. We're never, we're not going to be perfect, at least right now, you know, but this, if anything, just preach that, you know, tell the kids that. And just like, just like I mentioned before, the expectations, like I know what's expected of you because you've shown me what you have done and what you are capable of. Now apply yeah. that expect, you know, apply what would we expect into something, you know, into what you're doing. So, yeah, yeah, that's something with, with my kids, you know, when they, when they do certain things, especially the older two, or actually not even so much older, it's just a child, any combination, one to two, right? Um, if they do something, and this is where consistency as an parent, and we should talk about that at a different episode, but this is where consistency is important because one child would do something and you may punish them or, or, or reprimand them or whatever the case may be. You may respond a certain way and then react a different way to another child. And as we've said before in the imitation episode with Trey M, shout out to Trey, um, they're always watching. Yeah. They're always watching. And your kids, as you mentioned, like your daughter, who should be, who's going to be an attorney one day, probably. Um, <laughs> they're like, well, how come you did this for this one and not this for me? Or vice versa. So I, I think that consistency goes into handling certain certain situations. Excuse me, I couldn't talk. Mm, yeah. Um, but I wanted to, before I forget, I wanted to ask you, are you familiar with Bean Dad? So I am not. Uh, you know, when it came okay. to, when it, when it comes to that, yeah, but doing some research now, I am uh, understanding yeah, what it is. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead and uh, tell them what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, John Roderick was a dad, or is a dad, who posted on Twitter back in 2021, January 2nd, to be exact. So, almost three years ago. A whole saga about his daughter, who was hungry. I'll read the opening tweet. So, yesterday, my daughter, nine, nine nine-year-old. My youngest daughter is nine, was hungry, and I was doing a jigsaw puzzle. So I said over my shoulder, make some beans. She said, how? Like all kids do when they want you, he put in caps, you, to do it. I said, open the can and put it in the pot. She brought me the can and said, open it how? My man proceeded. He's not, he's not my man, but... This dude says, with a can opener, he's tweeting this whole thing, all right? So I'm not going to read this whole thread because this thread, if I'm not mistaken, went on for six hours. Mm. She finally figured it out. Okay. This guy, as most people would say, is an example of what not to be. 
six hours of this, mm-hmm. you're doing this for entertainment. You think it's funny. Yeah. So. Real quick. who He was proud of himself. Uh, ahead, I went to ask uh, for the for the uh, listeners out there, who is this uh, John Roderick guy? Like, what is his, like, is he just a, what is his profession? Yeah, a profession or if he just, uh, like, I believe he is a music producer. That's what I, was gonna say. I think he's a music, a musician or a music. Yeah. Producer or musician or a producer. Um, he's not just yeah. some random Joe out there tweeting. Out. <laughs> so, yeah. If, if, if I was, if I am being honest, I understand, and we're using this guy as an example. We're not going to do a full deep dive into this. This is leading to a bigger point. Um, in my heart, I understand what he was trying to do. He's trying to teach her self reliance, yeah, and efficient and, and self. You know how to how to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I've had children. My younger two children do this all the time. I even put in my notes here. My kids will say. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. All the time. All the time. I I can't. I can't or I don't know how to do that. Right? Mm -hmm. You'll hear Yoda say, do or do not. There is no try. Oh, that was really good. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want me to do it again? Do or do not. There is no try. Yeah. Disney, uh, don't take that. (laughs) (laughs) Frank Oz ain't got nothing on me. No. Um, They'll do that. And I say to my kids, or I ask them, have you given it a shot? What can't you do? Right? Depending on the situation, or most situations, I may show them once or guide them. Right? In my opinion, the dad could have been like, hey, take this thing, put it on here. Right? Okay. Now you're going to twist if it's a manual. Mm -hmm. It's electric. Okay. Line this part up, stick it in there, make sure it's nice and solid, it's magnetic, push the button, and it'll rotate, and then pull it down. You can teach your child, walk them through it, without touching it. Because I don't know about you, and I'll let you speak momentarily on this, I don't know about you and your children, and the way they learn, I learn personally by getting my hands on certain things. Some things I can just see it and then I can do it or I can be instructed and do it. But sometimes there's something to be said for that, that, that feedback, that haptic feedback, so to speak, you feel it in the hands Mm -hmm. and it's like my brain learned it because I touched it. Yeah. Uh, So expectations, man, I think that's where this comes down to. I think his expectations or maybe he's experienced it with his daughter to where she knows how to, do certain things when it comes to yeah. she knows how to use a can opener she knows how to cook ramen or she knows how to do these things at nine years old you know i don't i don't expect my kids to know everything i expect them to know what we teach them and what we've seen yeah and so with this uh when you showed me this it was like i mean maybe he Maybe he knew that his daughter could open up a can of beans because he she's done it before, and so when she's done it before, so then of course, hey, to go and to go and do it. You know, you know how to do it. Just well, why are you asking? I mean, uh, what's the difference between this can and that can? I mean, it's not one of those like 
push cans, I can't think of what it's called, where you opens up <laughs> like the can of green beans or something, or if it's like an actual can that you have to use a can opener for. But it's something that I, you know, that, you know, that where it comes to learning the same problem, but a different solution. Yeah. You know, so it's something that when it comes to three-digit multiplication or two-digit multiplication, you've done two-digit multiplication all the time. They just put different numbers in it. So what's the, if you already show me you've done it, you already know it, apply it to the next question, to the next thing. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I, 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 if the guy got beat up for, for that, then it's like, man, like, I, I, I mean, I, I understand it to where you, but it, you know, but it's like I said, it's expectations that maybe that, maybe, they, maybe he was expecting his daughter to know how to open up a can that, that she's done before. But if he, sh- but, but, but then there are, but then there are instances out there where they, or where kids have, at least from my personal experience, they have shown me that they know how to, you know, especially after I told them how to do it, you know, you, you know, when it comes to uh, microwaving popcorn, I told them how to microwave popcorn. Right. Now, you know, now if we are microwaving popcorn, now you know how to do it. Why are you going to ask me again? You know, why are you going to yeah. ask me again? You know, as far as how to microwave popcorn, how to do certain things <laughs> when you've already been taught, yeah. when you already been, when these things have been mentioned before. So, yeah, it's this was interesting. You know, when I first saw it, I was like, man, dude, I, I I think I think what you said was spot on, and you know, I don't know much about this guy, so I don't want to make any assumptions, mm-hmm. but. I'm going to reference a couple of articles that we we read when we prepped for this. Uh, the first is from Psych Central, and it's the article is called Six Signs of Controlling Parenting and Why It's Harmful. Now, I don't want to say this is necessarily an unrealistic expectation, but this is point number one. It uh, says, unrealistic expectations and doomed to fail scenarios. Mm-hmm. And, and I quote, the child is expected to meet irrational, unhealthy, or simply unattainable standards and is punished if and when they don't. Now, the punishment would be you've become subject of a long live tweet (laughs) and torture. That's kind of punishment, right? Um, So, and, and it says in here, for example, your father tells you to do something but never explains how to do it and then becomes angry if you can't properly or immediately. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So the child's basically set up for failure at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Now, in her case, she eventually did it and she had the gratitude of being able to open the can of beans. But there was that level of frustration that took forever for her to get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, Rocket Mama, shout out to them shout out to the mommies, talks about like guidance versus control. So like guidance would be encouraging a child to do their best, to be their best self while allowing them to make choices and decisions with parental support and love. Control would be coercive, authoritative, manipulative, or critical. Controlling a child may hinder their ability to build important decision-making skills and impede self-identity. Now, this isn't perfect to the scenario. However, going back to the previous article, the guidance part would be, hey, you can open that can of beans. As I mentioned earlier, guiding. All right, grab that thing. 
Now do that. Twist that. There you go. You see how it's in there? You can even take their hands, right? Mm-hmm. Hold their hands on it. Let's keep going with this bean example. Now twist this. All right. You got it. Control, authoritative, manipulative, right? Manipulative. You can just be like, what are you, an idiot? Yeah. Why can't you figure that out? Are you stupid? Come on. You know what I mean? That's manipulating the child into wanting to do it themselves to make, to prove to you that they can do it and to not have you call them names. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I, when I, when I read this, I thought that that was a really good kind of like um, a, a really good article to kind of inject into this example. Actually, I thought both of them were obviously because we're, we're reading them, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, ordering versus explaining. They talk about that too. So it says like clean your room right now. Yeah. It says, it says instead try this. Yeah. Explain when your room is clean, it's easier to find things when you need them. It also sets the tone for a good day mm. to wake up in an organize, organized bedroom. Yeah. Want to give it a try? Yeah. Now, here's That's in my it. personal That's opinion, the, the caveat on this one. If I tell you to clean your room, And I explained this to you. I've explained this to you already. I don't think there is a need for me to explain it once again. Yeah. Unless you're like small, small. So take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, right? If I'm talking to a three-year-old and we know their attention span is whatever, or they got, or even a child with like, I don't know, a mental disability. I say, hey man, you clean your room and it's a lot easier to get to your stuff. Remember, we talked about this. That's kind of like, that's how I would say it. But if I know that you know why you're supposed to clean your room, because I've explained it once, twice, three times, a lady, multiple times. And I find you in your room, like my son has done, or my daughters have done, playing with your toys still, playing on your iPad, jumping off your bed, Mm -hmm. bouncing off the walls. Yep. When I say clean your room right now, I mean clean your room right now. There's no time for me to explain. Well, because you've already explained so, it. And I've already explained even it. Even if that now yeah. to quote Be Real and Cypress Hill, it's time for some action. Yeah. You know? And that's where the consequences to your actions yeah. come into play. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's, but there there are some minor details that need to be sussed out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? I, you know, I I agree. And when we uh, when we had already given the reason from the beginning, then guess what? I mean, I'm not trying, you know, <laughs> and I think uh, they have this thing called selective hearing. So when we had already, you yeah. know, the kids have select. I mean, I, of course, we've all had it in our lifetime where we remember what we want to remember and we and listen to what we want to listen. And so when we have been told or when the kids have been told clean your room because of this, that's have already been established, at least depending on the you know situation of uh, a seven to eight, nine, ten year old. You've already that's all right. Their 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 brain, if they're if they are able to pick up the phone, log in the password, go on YouTube, then they should be able to 
retain the information of why I've already told you to clean your room or do what you told. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, and this, this article uses the clean your room in a couple of other ex- areas. And I want to point these out because I thought these were interesting and useful. Mm-hmm. So we already went over ordering versus explaining, yeah. but it also says cooperation versus coercion. Coercion would be clean your room or I'm going to take your tablet away. Yeah. I've done yeah. that. I have done mm-hmm. that. It says, instead, try this cooperation. Let's clean your room together and get it done faster. Well, if you don't have time to. Um, <laughs> what if we don't have time um, to? <laughs> and, and see, that's, and I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. See, that's where, like, as a parent, like, if I got the time to do it, and I've done yeah, yeah. it. We've both, we've both helped our kids mm-hmm. do that. But if I'm making dinner or I'm cleaning up a child, let's say, let's say your wife is working late, which I know she works late sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or my wife is cooking dinner and I am working on something outside or whatever the case, helping another kid with homework. We're splitting duties. And the expectation, and based upon previous results, we know that you can do the thing. It is high, it's within the, your capabilities to handle that yourself. I think it's appropriate especially if you've asked multiple times to say, look, dude, I'm going to take these things away. Why? Because you're teaching your child business before pleasure. Mm -hmm. I can't allow you to do all these fun things if you don't take care of the things we've asked you to do that we know you can do and that we've asked you to do kindly. Yeah. Man, you know, so, you know, yeah, golly, this is, this is something because I, the the kids, they'll, abominate their room like boom 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 <laughs> absolutely boom, boom. you know like legos uh crafts mm-hmm. all this type of stuff and they're mm-hmm. like cool uh you know the parent comes and like, all right well cool it's time to go to bed clean up your mess because whatever reason all right and then uh, of course uh can you help me i ain't helping you i'm i ain't gonna lie like you create that mess yeah. you you my expectations was you make the mess, you clean the mess. So guess what? You clean the mess. And that and that's that's I, happened so many times in my life to where it's like earlier oh, earlier in my life, okay, cool. You know, two years old, okay, yeah, three, maybe, got it. Four, okay, now nah, I'm gonna teach you. Now it's like 10, 11 years old, you got dirty, you know, you got you know, whatever Legos on the floor. It's like, okay, yo, man. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm you made the mess, and I guess what? You get to clean it, especially that's and, how it goes. That's what I love about you as a parent. And shout out to my neighbor across the street, Big Willie. When our kids play together, and we do the same thing, when your kids come over and they hang out with mine when y'all are visiting mm-hmm. and they make a mess, what do you tell them to do when they are playing with the kids? Yep, clean up after themselves. Help them clean mm-hmm. up. Help them clean up, yep. When my kids come over, we say, help them clean yep. up. He tells his kid, his kid hangs out, he'll play with the action figures and the PlayStation and whatever, and he'll ask me. I'll say, hey, they're just cleaning up. He'll go, he'll ask me, is my son cleaning up? I'll say, yes, sir, mm-hmm. he is. He knows better. As with our children, when they go to his house, we say, hey, if you help make the mess, it's totally cool. Help clean up. Yeah. And make that, <clears> That's yeah. the expectation. Yep. And that's what I was going to say, too. That's the thing that has to be established when, uh, at least, you know, the, the establishment of... When children come over to my house, when it's all said and done, 
because you know their their kids are they don't know better because you know of our expectations. Well, when you're in my house, all of it needs to get picked up before you leave. Step you know, out of this house. And this to me goes like to me this is like a hybrid mm-hmm. of the cooperation. The coercion to me only comes in if necessary, but cooperation. And I'm going to throw another word that starts with a C: a sense of community. Yeah. Yeah, because when one. you become an adult, when you become an adult, or you work for a corporation, there's a fourth yeah, C, fourth, right? Yeah. A company, fifth C. <laughs> Sorry, man, you're just going with the C's. Um, I'm telling you, man, bars. <laughs> um, but no, when you when you work with others, or you you're with others, there's you're at the job. They're gonna they're gonna expect you. Hey, you were part of the team. Yeah, we expect you to do your part. Even if you made the smallest mess, you contributed to the mess, at least clean up the part, the mess that you made mm-hmm. in this big scenario. Yeah. Be responsible for the part that you're, you're handing it. You know what I yeah. mean? So I, I think, I think that's good. Uh, I'm going to skip down to these other two parts here or these last two parts. And I know we're coming up. We are well into overtime. overtime. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Anytime we go an hour over, we call it overtime, but, this is good, but we hope this is an enjoyable. Yeah. Listen. That's what I was yeah. saying. Listen. Yeah. I said, listen, yeah. what's a listen? Exactly. Yeah. It's an enjoyable listen. Even though <laughs> criticism it, versus feedback, yeah. this is still using this is still using the clean your room stuff. Okay, I feel like we're Jordan Peterson here, but mm-hmm. uh, criticism: your room is a disaster. You're messy. It says, and it says, try this feedback. I've noticed that your room is a little messy. You may find that you you may Same find that you feel face. more organized if you keep your room clean. Now, out of all of these, this is the one that I take the most issue with. Because I think if you say that, now I, I know they're trying to teach kids the growth mindset, but I don't know that a toddler is going to understand that. Everything situation. I think you, you, again, that's why I said I don't know. You may find that you feel more organized if you keep your room clean. And I see what they're doing, right? It, it, it's it's the whole mm-hmm. thing with not to pick on, I don't want to get all in the gender and stuff, but they usually say women operate in feeling, men mm-hmm. are more, yeah. you know, logic. I'm not going into that, but I can see a mom's perspective to a, to a certain degree where it's like, you may feel, feel more organized, whereas a dad will say you will be, your room will be more organized, you know, if you keep it clean. That's because that's, I know for exactly, that's what I would say. I would say you'd be a lot more organized if you kept it clean. I wouldn't say they'd feel more organized, right? I, I, what do you think? Yeah, it's funny because I'm waiting. I, I'm waiting for the kids to have that mind blown moment <laughs> when we tell them make it mm-hmm. organized to where it's like if you you know so because a lot of times what happens is your kid would try and find a shirt in a drawer and they can't find a shirt because it's like in a different drawer. It's like well, if you had this in this drawer, yeah. You know, or controller. Where's your controller at? Oh, oh, dude. It's like, dude, come on, man. Yeah, so it, I'm a I'm a home guy. Yeah. When when I say home, I'm like, this thing lives in this spot, ninety eight to one hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Yep. I three times this week could not find my wallet because I put it somewhere I God never me. put it. I do the same thing three times. I put my wallet in now, the same area. You can say I'm getting old, right? I'm 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 40 plus now. I'm well 40, <laughs> but you could call me getting old or whatever. But I know if I put it 
in the spot I always put it, it would always be yeah. there. Find a home for yourself. Yeah. Okay, so like the last one, dictate versus discuss. Dictate. You have better clean your room by the time I get home. Instead, try this. Let's come up with ways to organize your room so it's easier to keep clean. Now, shout out to my wife because she's done that with every single kid. Ikea, she's bought them little slide out joints, the drawers where they put all their toys in, right? She did that. Show them, hey, put your socks in here, put your pants in there, your underwear. Dude, they give zero fudges about that. Yeah. My son is the closest one to doing it. Okay. He's he's the closest one. Nah, well, let me not, let me be nice. My kids will put stuff in their drawers, especially the girls. But it's not organized. Oh, no. They just th- I, they throw it yeah, in Yeah, they... Hey, hey, you told me to put my jeans in here. My jeans are in you here. You told me to put my clothes away. And yeah. it's like... Disheveled. Uh, Disheveled, yeah, yeah. I brother. did tell you to put your clothes away. <laughs> but you didn't tell me how to put my clothes away. I did tell you how to put your clothes away. Like, I did. Fold it this way. Yeah, do that. Yeah, I did. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Dude. Dude, you, you, you feel yeah, just, I, I'm going to tap into one thing, too. <laughs> Uh, when it comes to that uh, that scenario, I I do this with my kids. I, and so we had just started doing this uh, when it comes to doing extra things. So uh, what I mean by that is we're having them you know do more you know, when it comes to school stuff. So we're having them do this thing called iReady based. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. You probably haven't, but they do a little mm-hmm. extra. Uh, it, hel- it helps them when it comes to certain subjects. So right now they're having, both my kids are having little issues with math. So it gives them a little added things to work on. And so that was one of the things that the teachers, the parent teachers or the teachers told us to do, you know, to help them, to help them guide them. And this is a guiding tool to where they can help them be better at math. So we told the kids, Hey, mm. you guys, you know, in or- before you do certain things such as like you mentioned business before pleasure, work on these things work on the things that's going to help you. So math, right, you know, right. do the, I want you to do one lesson of I ready before you do anything else. And that will, and it's kind of like what we talked about with back to school, yeah, right? Doing the Exactly. Stuff. And so when it comes to telling them, Hey, you know, taking away the iPad. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. But Hey, we're going to take, you know, before we, before we can do anything else, so before you can play on the PlayStation, before you can do arts and crafts, we need to take care of business first. And the first thing is getting your, getting you in position to excel, to be better of what you're lacking in. And so you're teaching them how to prioritize the right things. Yeah, exactly. You and, know, do, do, do the work that is expected, yeah. right? Do the things that are expected and the stuff that's going to help you. Yeah. In the long run, yeah, and I mean, it's going to get, it's going to be practiced in all the things that you need help in. Just like your daughters and my sons are in sports, so I love it. Nah, man, I I love that. That that's beautiful, and I and this is the way. Yeah, this (laughs) is it. You're doing it right, exactly. Um, and the reason why I really wanted to to bring this article up. Shout out to RocketMama.com. Article's called "Parenting Styles: Guidance Versus Control." 
and the other two articles that I've closed the windows, so I'm not going to call them out. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm thinking too, we should <laughs> I'll, put these. I'll put, on, them like, in, the, I'll put them in the show yeah, notes. Show notes yeah, too. when we when we post the, the the episode, we'll put it in the show notes. But I really wanted this Rocket Mama to, to be the one we closed out mm-hmm. on because articles like this I find to be useful and interesting, but it's not prescriptive. Yeah, because like with anything, there's a level of nuance and. You're going to find, you know, you'll read one source and then you'll read another and then you read another and you'll find that somewhere in between those. And then you look at your child and the way they respond to things. You're going to make tweaks. So like when we were talking about um, cooperation versus coercion, right? I'm going to take your tablet away. Do do we want to be the ruling class authoritarians that say, well, I'm taking away your tablet, young man? No. Or young lady. No, we don't want to be that mm-hmm. way. However, if your child is not responding the way they need to, to allow them to have the things that they want, then that's what you do. One thing, and you may or may not, and I'll close with this on my, from my perspective. I'll let you get the last word, brother. But what I do and have done in the past is when my children make a decision that impacts them, I take them in the bathroom, I turn the light on, and when they're upset, because children get mad at you for taking a thing away. I said, no, 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 no. You've made the decision to not do the thing that you are supposed to do that allows you to do the things that you want to do. I I take them in the bathroom, I turn the light on, I point in the mirror, I said, don't be mad at me. Be me, be mad at the person you're looking at right there. Mm-hmm. You did this to yourself. Yep. Y'all did this to yourself. Yeah. No, I hear that. Be mad at them. Mm-hmm. I want you to be able to do whatever it is that you want to do within reason. Mm-hmm. I want you to be able to do these things. However, if you ta- you can't take care of business and do the things your mother and I have asked you, well, that's what happens. You lose. Yeah. And, you know, I, I agree 100%. And that's what we... That's what we need to do. And I guess it's a, you need to start showing accountability. That's something that we need to show. And we have to make our kids accountable of what their actions that they're doing. So if the kids want to do certain things, got home account, hey, make sure, you know, you know the rules. This is what needs to get done. These are what we are expecting you to do. And you now that you know these expectations, let's take care of it. That's all I got to say. Amen, brother. Yeah. Amen. You got that moment real quick? No? Yeah? Ooh, dad Man. moment. Man, my dad moment. Oh, jeez. There's so many. You know, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> I had a dad moment. And yeah, uh, my dad moment was me being available to my children when it comes to extracurricular things. So being able yeah. to go and do certain things such as uh, field trips. You know, we were on a field trip with my daughter. That was great. Doing the Halloween extravaganza. That was great. That's my dad moment. Nice. Nice. My dad moment hmm, would be, to be honest with you, hiking with my kids today. Yeah. Spending time. I, actually, I'll double tap. Doing that. And then I played some video games with my kids last night. They've been asking me for a minute. We played uh, Moving Out in the Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. game. And if you haven't played Moving Out 2... It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it is. is so much fun. That's a good game. You know, it, it kind of reminds me of like Little Big Planet meets uh, uh, what's that Overcooked. Nintendo Switch game? 
uh, Overcooked mm-hmm. and Animal Crossing. Yeah. There you go. It, it's got a little bit of those vibes to it. Platform kind of like it's it's super cool, super collaborative. So that's my damn moment, man. Just kicking it with my kids. Hey, hey that's um, good. And I will. Yeah. So I wanted to I wanted to let you know, man. You know, Halloween just ended. We're moving into Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been making some observations. I took some notes down to to things to reflect on for next year at Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and it, it has to do with like skeletons. You know, and I was thinking like, you know, why don't they fight each other? Then it hit me. They don't have the guts, man. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>